Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. But why are you paying you? You know, it's funny. The Democrats love the idea of a strike unless it makes them look bad. But they love the idea that if collective bargaining is not is not uh, if it does not produce the results that the union workers want, they encourage people to go on strike. But you can't strike against your union. In a lot of places, you can't strike against your union. I mean, I guess you could vote them out, which you should. But you might find yourself stuck in a union. It's kind of like living in a major metropolitan city. No matter how bad the crime rate gets, no matter how unaffordable the city is, no matter how much in taxes you pay to have a declining quality of life, out of control, homelessness, crime, failing schools, people still vote Democrat. They'll still vote for the same people. You know, it's funny. Democrats will always tell you that this provision or that provision of the Constitution is outdated. But apparently no portion of the National Labor Relations Act is. Right. Every, everything is eventually outdated except for things like Social Security or the corporate power of unions, because that, that's what they are. A union is a private sector labor corporation. Now, again, let me address this before some of you foolishly hit hit dial on your phone. Some of you that have this program on speed dial. Ronald Reagan was dealing with federal aviation employees. In other words, government workers. Government is also a corporation. One that has the exclusive monopoly on the use of force and can take your life at will. But that's beside the point. There is no comparison to private businesses and their labor force and government workers. Completely different. If you if you don't believe that, then let's let's unionize the military. Why should police officers be in a union and the military not? Why don't we put the military in a union? And if there's a declaration of war, the military could go on strike if it doesn't feel like fighting the war. You know, it was FDR. You know, Mr. Labor. Mr. Chicken in every pot who opposed unionizing federal workers because he didn't want anyone to get in the way of his tyrannical powers. Our media is so far beyond corrupt. Just so you know, and our friends at justthenews.com, that's John Solomon's outfit, reminded us that Biden voted against ending the 92 railway strike. That's right. While President Biden is now prodding Congress to take action to avoid a national railroad strike, he was one of six U.S. senators who voted against ending the railroad strike in 1992. It is a difficult decision to oppose this legislation. Then Senator Biden said in June 1992, quote, I'm concerned about the serious effects of a, con- a continued shutdown of our nation's rail system on hundreds of companies in Delaware and across the country. But I am also concerned that we are rewarding a concerted decision of the railroads that would have caused fe- uh, fevered expressions of outrage of outrage by industry had the unions taken a similar step. 
Biden said at the time he was not convinced that Congress should act to reward the actions of the railroad companies at this time. The purpose of the 92 resolution was to provide for a settlement of the railroad labor management disputes between certain railroads and their employees. The resolution passed the Senate 87 to 6. But for lack of a better way to say it, Biden has been whipping votes to stop this strike. Now, why is that? Why is that? If what these people are asking for is something the Democrats actually promised they would deliver, they put paid sick leave on their platform as a top priority. They are now going to use the power of the federal government to stop this strike and not grant paid sick leave to these workers, who many of many of whom work for Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett is one of the largest Democrat donors in the history of political donations. Now, I like doing this. Common Dreams. CommonDreams.org. Would, would, would anybody, would anybody accuse Common Dreams of being some crypto proto conservative opinion site i don't think so headline common dreams one day of warren buffett's wealth gains could fund 15 days of paid sick leave for rail workers billionaire warren buffett one of the wealthiest men in the world and the ceo of bnsf railways parent company saw his wealth jump by nearly uh, 1.4 billion dollars in a single day is that one? Wait a minute. Let me make sure I'm make sure I'm reading that right. Am I going blind here? I thought it was 14 billion. Hold on a second here. Let me just make sure that my my uh, my thing is accurate. Let me get my little my little reader here. Yeah, 1.4 billion. 1.4 billion in a single day early this week. A sum that could easily fund 15 days of paid sick leave for every railway worker in the United States. BNSF is one of the major railroad giants refusing to budge in contract negotiations with rail unions as they fight for 15 days of paid sick leave. Under a White House brokered contract that major rail unions have recently voted to reject, rail workers would not receive a single paid sick day. A nationwide rail strike or lockout with major implications for the U.S. economy could begin as soon as December 9th if rail companies and unions don't reach a contract deal. Maybe voters in Georgia... If you're pissed off at Democrats, you should just vote for Herschel Walker. In one day, Mr. Buffett made twice as much money as it would cost to guarantee 15 paid sick days a year to every rail worker in America, says Senator Bernie Sanders. The greed of the rail industry must end. Now, who is Joe Biden doing the bidding of now? I mean, I thought if you were were promised that if you accepted Membership in, well, accepted. It's mandatory in many states. In many industries and in many states, you don't get to work here unless you pay the troll under the bridge for the benefit of working there. Whether you like their actions or not. Now, see, I want to make something clear here. I have my coffee here. Let me take a sip so I could just. Okay. First of all, collective bargaining does not require a major umbrella union. One whose, one whose priorities, think about this for a second. If you've got something as big as the AFT or the NEA or the Teamsters or the AFL-CIO, 
What does it mean to a Richard Trumka-like figure? What does it mean to a union boss if they lose a coal mine over here or an auto plant over there? They're kind of like the federal government in a way. It doesn't matter how much they wreck the economy. There's still going to be functioning portions of it. And taxes are still going to be paid. And if you sit atop any of the federal agencies, you're still going to get paid. No matter how bad the economy gets, government officials never stop getting paid down to the local level, right? You can have, you know, a small to medium-sized city where the mayor just says, I'm locking the city's government down. I mean, city, the, the city's economy down. The school teachers still get paid. Even if there's no revenue coming in, the school teachers still get paid. The police officers still get paid. The uh, animal control people still get paid. The parks and rec people, there's no layoffs either. Why is that? Well, because the mayor gets on the phone with their the senator or their federal representative, they say, get me some grant money. And they get them some grant money. We saw this in the American Rescue Plan and some of these, co well, we have to fund local governments. Well, why? Why does the federal government have to fund a local government? The local government should be able to survive on its tax base. If it can't, then that means taxpayers who don't reside in that jurisdiction are funding that local government. That's why when some of these idiots come along, they're like, hey, well, how do you feel about firefighters? Fire, the fire department, should be funded by local taxes and or sharing of resources at the county level. At the county level. So maybe if you have a county with a handful of small townships, the townships, even on their in their best organization, cannot raise the revenue to have a full fire department, perhaps they 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 send that responsibility to the county government. That's about as far away as it should get. The federal government's not supposed to be funding the local fire department or funding the local police department. Well, we need to have funding. Remember Nancy Pelosi? We have to have... Yeah, 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 yeah. We have to have funding. Yeah, we have to have funding for local government. Why? They have a tax base. If the mayor of San Francisco says, screw you, I'm locking down, well, then screw you, you're locking, you're locking down. The idea that government... Beyond, below the federal government, because the federal government is the only one that can print money. And I'm going to get into that. Janet Yellen went on the late night clown show. Oh, no, it's not. It's, it's, not, it's not Joe Biden's fault. It's not the government's fault. Milton Friedman will prove her wrong. And Milton Friedman, when he was alive, if he was here to debate Janet Yellen, would have more intellectual prowess than Yellen, even if he was half drunk and was beaten over the head like Paul Pelosi. But why are you in a union? Why are you in a union? When Joe Biden says things like, come on, unions built the middle class. No, they didn't. The idea that workplaces would never improve without um uh, umbrella union is a lie. It's an absolute lie. And the unions have their own cancer. Remember the fight over the auto plants in Knoxville, Tennessee? There's a reason why auto plants are now more prevalent in the South <clears throat> than they are in Michigan. Weintick 695 Patriot 9572874. So while I, I might give a little credit to Bernie, Bernie's, you know, Bernie. 
AOC and seven other Democrats in the House voted against it. Headline Newsweek, AOC among eight Democrats to vote against avoiding a railway strike. A vast majority of Democrats, 211, voted in favor of the resolution that was joined by 79 Republicans, but eight Democrats did break with their party and joined 129 Republicans who voted against it. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York is among these Democrats, according to Bloomberg News reporter Eric Wasson. Wasson said that representatives Rashida Tlaib, uh, Mary Patola, uh, you know, uh, uh, Burkowski's a good pal, were among the Democrats who voted against it. Now, someone smarter than me should be able to cite the text of the Constitution that places the government on one side or the other of the equation. What is the constitutionality of the National Labor Relations Board? I can't find it. End of the Commerce Clause. Making commerce regular amongst the states does not empower the federal government to get involved in labor disputes. But now that they have, if they order, if the federal government says, you damn railway workers will not strike because it'll make us look bad going into the holidays. Try to imagine if try to imagine if these railway workers went on strike before the midterms and prices skyrocketed even more. See, that's another thing. They probably made at least that agreement. We'll hold off until after the midterms. What is the federal government going to do? Is it going to send the Pinkertons in? Are we going to have the Battle of Meituan? If you don't know what that is, look it up. That gave birth to what we now know as Mother Jones. Are we going to have a Battle of Meituan? Are we going to? Are we going to use? the barrel of a gun to force these railway workers to go to work? Are we going to haul these union bosses before Congress? And even if so, whoopee-doo. Wines at 695, Patriot 957-2874. Go on strike against your union. Stop paying union dues. Go work in a right-to-work state. People seem a lot happier in right-to-work states. Weinzig 695 Patriot. The Democrats promised you paid sick days. You're not getting them. Now, I got to be honest with you. I don't want to call some of these guys crybabies, but you got a 24% pay increase. 24% pay increase. How many of you got a 24% pay increase this year? I didn't. We're right, they're wrong, that's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.